For Friday, May 7th, the 127th day of 2021, there are 238 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through MNO at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We get you ready for Mother's Day weekend, and we celebrate Mom. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. He is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Happy Mother's Day, Eve. Eve. Thank you. Uh, do you have a favorite television mom? You have a favorite mom Ooh. on TV? There are lots of good ones to to uh, choose well, from. I'm not sure. I, I would have to think about that. Uh, Mer- the question was, which TV mom is your mom like? According to a survey, Marie Barone from Everybody Loves Raymond is the TV mom. Real life moms are most alike, according to this survey. She came in first. In second place was Wilma Flintstone, then Kitty Foreman from That 70s Show, Marge Simpson from The Simpsons, and Vivian Banks. Aunt Viv from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air rounded out the top five. I do love Kitty. They're all, I mean, they're all good. But Marie Barone, she's really funny. I can't imagine having a mom like Marie Barone, though. We say good morning over there in chair number three. To the uh, host of Shop Local Litchfield. What is this? Elizabeth Moodadier. Good, good morning. Good morning. What? What is this? You don't you don't like the William Tell Overture? I really wondered what today would be. In no world did I ever expect it to be this. Some some people know it as the Lone Ranger theme, but it's actually the William Tell Overture. So you don't get the connection. No. I assume that this is what you did your archery talent to in your pageants because (laughs) William Tell, infamous for being a great marksman, and you being the archer that you are, I just assumed that this might be... I mean, can you imagine? So think back to uh, your pageant days and doing archery. Can you hear this as the underlying music to your... The visual that I have right now is pretty funny. I like it. I like so it. William Strong Tell, contender. William Tell, famous for splitting the apple with his bow and arrow from atop his son's head to save their lives. You know, we may have a winner. Okay, we may have a winner. I, I love it. Yeah, and I'm still working on photography, video, whatever. Like I've been doing this for like two weeks now. I have dug deep. I just to find. 
I listen. I thought we'd branch out because I was. Let's talk a little bit more about Elizabeth and and her essence and who she is and her talents. You identified a couple of days ago. You surely couldn't sing. I said, "Oh yeah, that's why you were an archer in pageants. If you'd had a performance talent, another one, you would probably have done that." Sure. Yes. That, that's true. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Do you have big weekend plans? I'm going to make dinner for my grandmother and my mother for Mother's Day. Oh, it's a generational yeah. affair. It is. Well, that sounds good. Um, what about you? Do you have plans? Um, I do not. Okay. Just the way you like it. Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going for. Uh, before I tell you about, <laughs> before I hear you, uh, before I tell you about the weather for the weekend, uh, last weekend was Derby weekend. I think the Preakness is next week. If you, if, uh, you know, the, the, the triple crown is spread out over the next few weeks. So there's a pause in the calendar for a new horse race, and I, I'm calling it the Woke Derby. Okay. We had the Kentucky Derby last week. This weekend, we have the Woke Derby. So here the horses are in the gate, and we are all set in the Woke Derby. And they're off. Silly joke comes out first, followed by, that's not cool, and I'm offended. And as we head into turn one, old children's book is being chased by cancel culture. On to the backstretch now, where silly joke is not worth taking seriously, but here comes boycotts and protests. I'm offended is picking up speed, and now cancel culture is kicking into high gear. And down the stretch they come. Silly joke is in hot water, and I'm offended won't go away. Boycotts and protests keep getting louder, but as we hit the wire, it's cancel culture ruining it for everybody. Silly joke just couldn't survive boycotts and protests. Nobody likes cancel culture, but it got another win. I couldn't I couldn't pick any of those horses either. I did about as well in the Woke Derby as I did in the Kentucky Derby. Uh, more downpours this afternoon are possible. We'll see spotty showers later today, a band of light rain tomorrow evening as well. Scattered showers, 40% today, a high of 66 Partly cloudy, 43 tonight, scattered showers, and 59 for tomorrow. I'm sorry, moms. It's a rainy yeah. Sunday. It's not going to be a nice outside day for Mom's Day on on Sunday. Something else you could do this weekend, if you're not going to attend the Woke Derby, um, you can walk around <laughs> and look up at the sky because a Chinese rocket may hit you in the head. Oh, dear. Have you heard this? Mm, Yeah. (laughs) The largest Mm -hmm. section of the rocket that launched the main module of China's first permanent space station into orbit is expected to plunge back to Earth as early as tomorrow, but more significantly, at an unknown location. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Usually, discarded core or first-stage rockets re-enter soon after liftoff, normally over water, and didn't go into orbit like this one did. Uh, remember the part where I said this was China's first endeavor? So uh, China overshot it a little bit. They shot this rocket further into space than they should have, which meant it didn't come back into Earth, come back to Earth quickly like apparently we know how to do. And so now they've rolled the dice. There's a one in three chance. I guess there's a two in three chance that it will hit water. Because the Earth is 70% water, but there's also a one in three chance that it won't. They thought they could do it better, and and here we are. Yes. So just as you're walking around tomorrow, no matter where it is that you're going (laughs) and what you're doing. High alert status. Occasionally just kind of glance up. 
you know, at 360 degrees to make sure there's not a Chinese rocket hurling at you. Uh, I hope you'll get some advance notice once they know a general area. If it comes down in Australia, will someone let us know we're out of the woods? <laughs> Well, all I can think of is Chicken Little. <laughs> yes. The sky is falling. The so, sky is falling. Right. right. Well, and then they're talking about the virtue. They said, well, why don't they shoot it? Why Why don't they destroy it with a missile or something? And they said the worst thing that one large uh, rocket coming back to Earth is worse than that is a thousand pieces yeah. of a rocket coming back to Earth after, <laughs> they, after they destroy it. <laughs> so that should add a little excitement to your Saturday. Keep your eye to the sky. Literally, the positivity rate has dropped for the first time this week and 655 new COVID cases in Kentucky announced yesterday, along with six deaths, 655 cases yesterday, bringing us to 447,000 and some change. Officials reported six new deaths, including one audit death. The rolling seven day positivity rate fell for the first time for the week from 3.57 to 3.51 hospitalizations decreased and we are Still nearly 1.9 million on vaccinations, which is a number, pretty much the number we reported to you yesterday. Governor Bashir said that restrictions for most Kentucky businesses will be relaxed at the end of May. He announced yesterday that he is increasing the capacity for indoor and outdoor events with fewer than 1,000 people. He also said indoor and outdoor businesses serving fewer than 1,000 people may increase capacity at 75% at the end of the month. Currently, the capacity limitation on those businesses is 60%. He said that people gathering indoors for private gatherings and for business are no longer asked to wear a mask if everyone has been vaccinated. So that's helpful. But when I first read what he was changing the restrictions on, I started thinking, okay, how does this impact? Who, who does this impact? The places I go and the things I do, what does the change from 60 to 75% do so long as you're maintaining the six feet. Restaurateurs will tell you it's not the capacity that has been the problem. It's the six feet is that if you have to spread everyone out by six feet, you quickly run out of, you quickly run into your walls, which is why you saw a lot of restaurateurs develop outdoor spaces. And then they had to, you know, hem that in because people were taking advantage and working around the, the guidelines, if you will. But these capacity revisions go into effect May 28th. What I'm looking for, Governor is a relaxation in the restrictions that are ahead of things that I'm already doing. Don't don't tell me it's okay to do what I'm already doing. Yeah. Tell give give me some it's like he's just reacting. Oh, what are people doing? Oh, yeah, they're at 75%. All right. News update. <laughs> Capacity 75%. <laughs> Maybe by July, August, maybe <laughs> September will We'll really get somewhere. It just seems a little reactionary. And so I'm now Rand Paul on the other side says that the decision that the Kentucky Supreme Court is taking up about gubernatorial executive order power will be the he said the most significant decision of our lifetime. That's what he told a group around Kentucky yesterday. And I thought it I mean, I know it's a big deal, but I don't guess I would have considered that it's the that it's the biggest decision of our lifetime. It does kind of bear out what I've mentioned a few times over the last 14, 15 months is that we're going to find out what our Constitution is really worth. Mm -hmm. 
through this process. We're going to find out what our freedoms really are and are not. We're going to find out where our liberties lie and where they do not as a result of this. And I think that's kind of what he's touching on. He says that much will be at stake with this ruling. So what had happened was the legislature tried to uh, override the governor's executive powers or his ability to have an executive order longer than 30 days because he's been pretty unilateral about this all the way back to the beginning. And you can debate. He's done, he's done good things. He's done things that haven't been so good and that he certainly struggled with. I think he's been overly cautious in some areas, but... Kentucky's uh, experience from a mortality standpoint, a case standpoint, better than a lot of states probably have had to endure. So you're just going to end up on the political scale where you're going to end on that. But where I think a lot of people are saying is we have checks and balances in government, and you can't just be the only check or the only balance beyond an initial period of time. And so that's what the legislature set to do. Well, then the Bashir, you know, the governor filed suit. Uh, Judge Shepard in Franklin Circuit Court gave him a favorable ruling and said, okay, yeah, I'm with you, as he's proven to be time and time again. And then now the Supreme Court will hear it and actually figure out where our liberties are and where the checks and balances truly are in state government. Been interesting to hear Rand Paul talking about that because he's obviously he's a Kentuckian, but he's operating kind of at the federal level, but being an advocate for Things going on here in the Commonwealth. A woman who mailed drugs to an inmate at the Grayson County Detention Center has been arrested at the detention center on drug trafficking and other charges. In November of last year, 42-year-old Jeremy Payment of Breckenridge County was arrested by the sheriff's office after a botched attempt to steal a motorcycle from a residence on Lilac Road. He was charged with trafficking in methamphetamine, opiates, after uh, he was uh, found to have drugs. He was lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center since his arrest in November. In April, his girlfriend, Tiffany Jenkins, 49 years of age, mailed multiple uh, strips of uh, Suboxone? Suboxone. Suboxone. Uh, Suboxone strips to him at the detention center <laughs> with the intent of selling the drug to other inmates. The drug, though, was intercepted by jail staff before reaching payment. She arrived at the detention center to visit payment and was arrested by the Greater Hardin County Narcotics Task Force. And so I presume they're both now residents. Of yeah, the can I just say this? You can't center. send something to the jail right? and it not get seen. There is there is someone there that's going to look at your mail, right. check they it open. before they give it to you. Yes. It's a thing, guys. So just don't try it. Just uh-huh. don't. It's crazy. What I learned on television and the movies right, gave me. me good guidance to know this probably wasn't a good yeah, idea. not a good idea. Now, there are some things I learned from television and movies that have led me astray. But this is not one of them. <laughs> I think this is a strong, we're safe in saying don't do it. I think, that, I think this has been a very good cautionary tale. Don't mail stuff to the jail yeah, that don't. you think won't be found. Yeah, they're going to find those things, folks. Mm-hmm. It did strike me as a little bit odd. Okay. Uh, The Attorney General, Daniel Cameron, has formed a task force to study how search warrants are executed and is recommending some improvements. An executive order filed by Cameron's office 
references the Fourth Amendment and states the framers sought to protect the safety and liberty of citizens by ensuring that searches and seizures would be justified by probable cause, limited in scope, and subject to independent judicial review. You can read about it at K105.com. It's a who's who of uh, justice system people that are on this board to kind of review. And obviously, you know, it uh, grows out of the March 2020 uh, Breonna Taylor incident in Louisville. And so it is probably time to definitely review those things and see if they're being used responsibly and when and try to avoid situations like we've uh, like we've been through. The federal government is giving Kentucky a retain grant for $21.6 million. It's uh, a grant from the U.S. Department of Labor to boost efforts to help newly injured or uh, and ill employees remain at or return to work. It's Retaining Employment and Talent After Injury Network, known as Retain Phase 2 Funding, is the largest federal grant awarded to date to the Kentucky Education and Workforce Development Cabinet's Office of Vocational Rehabilitation. I don't know what all this means, but <laughs> says the federal funding will enable Retain Kentucky to expand implementation statewide to serve over 3,000 employees addresses enduring implications that COVID-19 will have on the physical and mental health of our workforce. And it goes on to have some other, I, I, this is. There's a lot to that. Yeah. I, I don't know what any of that means. Why did, someone made me read that story and it's Friday. <laughs> it's too, I was told there would be no heavy lifting today. Kentucky's juvenile justice commissioner has agreed to resign ending a dispute over her employment after she was dismissed following an investigation of alleged sexual harassment. The announcement of her departure came yesterday afternoon after media had reported this week that Lashana Harris remained employed more than six weeks after the Bashir administration acknowledged she was fired. Can you do that? You just hang around? <laughs> you're fi- you're fired. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll get out of here in a month and a half or so. <laughs> going to take me a while it's to gonna box, be paid, I think, till the end of July. box my things up. Yep. She voluntarily resigned, will be paid through July 31st. What a world we live in. You're, you're fired. So what are you saying? Do it, I can is, stick around. Is it okay if I stay? Or what are you? <laughs> Kentucky has made it official. They've added former Illinois assistants Orlando Antigua and Ron Coleman, or some people call Chin Coleman, to the coaching staff. Uh, Antigua served for uh, five years with the Wildcats before becoming the head coach at South Florida for two and a half seasons and then found his way over to Illinois. And uh, Chin Coleman comes from or, uh, comes from Illinois as well. So it's, uh, it's good to see Orlando come home. Uh, hopefully he will do good things. And moms, here's how not to celebrate your Mother's Day. I, I understand... Some of you might want to go fishing. We have two beautiful lakes. It's going to be raining. But do not do what an Arkansas woman did in driving a stolen truck who led police on a wild chase and then took her clothes off 
after cops finally stopped the vehicle. So if you're watching, you'll see a a trailer. Oh, it's not a boat trailer. It's just a regular old trailer. Uh, She jumps out on the highway and... (laughs) Oh, oh. (laughs) She's not wearing anything but a smile. (laughs) I don't. I I don't. uh, Moms, don't do it. Again, PSA, don't do it. Is the why really important? I mean, it's a a dash cam footage shows her. Oh, she loses a tire. That's why she finally pulls over. And then she goes Ray Stevens on us. I mean, she is... Now, uh, but she's. I like when she gets back to the police cruiser she and, slows and she slows down into a walk from a trot. She's I need like, to know what she has on her head. I know you looking. Right? I know you looking. Oh we got to get to a break. We're going to celebrate and tribute moms coming up here on In the Know. Today is International Space Day. It is Cosmopolitan Day today. It's National Tourism Day. It's No Pants Day today. Well, if you're from Arkansas, she's celebrating. VE Day is tomorrow. National Have a Coke Day tomorrow. No Socks Day tomorrow. Mother's Day is Sunday, of course. He said, "Great, play a country song for me." Today is Tuba Day. There we go. Now we know. You all were wondering, weren't you? Yeah, we were. Play that funky tuba. I'm a tuba player. Because <laughs> yeah. it makes me cool. Not nerdy at all. Not at all. No. No, not nerdy. Something we appreciate about not you. Not nerdy, nerdy at all. Reminds me, I need to I need to reach out to my good pal Steve Hall this morning and uh we're gonna we're gonna be nostalgic about uh, about tuba playing. Celebrate National Tuba Day? Sure, he's I mean he's Busy working for the transportation cabinet, I can give him a call, waste some of our tax money while he's on the state's on the state's dime, and say about all those great tuba songs that we played. <laughs> That's actually me. The solo that was taken yes. taken, taken many years ago. Yes, it was. Uh, signs you're a mom. Signs that you are clearly a mom. You can spot a mom from about anywhere, can't you? Yeah, I mean, moms time. just have a. Yeah, we do. Moms carry themselves differently. Um, you can just tell. <laughs> because if you have the ability to hear a sneeze through closed doors in the middle of the night, two bedrooms away, while your husband snores. You must be a mom. You are clearly a mom. <laughs> yeah. If peeing with an audience is part of the daily routine, you are clearly a mom. Yeah. If you think of physical pain on three levels, pain, excruciating pain, and stepping on a Lego, those are the three <laughs> levels of pain in your life. If you realize you've been watching Nickelodeon alone, even though your kids have been in bed for an oh, hour. Yeah. It's true. It happens. It really does. <laughs> or music in the car. Yes, music or... in the car was my biggie. I would drop <laughs> Anna off and... To the sitter, and I would still be listening to Barney on the way to work. How many days a week are you still listening to uh, Ariel 
<laughs> well, and, and the little that's mermaid what is usually yeah. what's playing in the vehicle. So, so that's the DVD that is going in my vehicle with Lele. <laughs> yeah, and I forget to turn it off, and I'm still listening <laughs> to Ariel in my car. <laughs> Under the sea. <laughs> Under the. And I sing along. If she pulls up to you at the uh, at the traffic light and she's thumping, you think, no, it's not rap. <laughs> It's just Ariel. It's you want to kiss the girl. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You have a secret chocolate stash because you're sick of sharing. You're probably a mom. Yeah, I own that one. (laughs) If you've been washing the same load of laundry for three days because you keep forgetting to dry it, you're definitely a mom. Mm. And if by the end of the day, brushing your teeth feels like a huge accomplishment. (laughs) You you are probably a mom. I've got a mom quiz that we're going to play here momentarily, but uh, before we before we do that, I think um, we're going to spotlight some some moms. Uh, I think maybe we got some photography that we wanted to that we wanted to share. Um, so there, well, well, there's Aww. mom and dad. So there's uh, my so there's uh, there's my mother Teresa, my dad Dennis, and then. Uh, you and I, honey, from when? Oh, there's there's my mom and I. Um, oh, I love that one. Remember That's when we picture. went to the shooting range and the women showed the men they were much better shots? They most often are. Yeah. yeah just uh, there's me with uh, my my mom made me that birthday cake. So there there you go. I guess that was that birthday cake was good. All right. What about uh, so my mother in law? We got to have pictures. I I love this picture. Oh, I do too. of, of oh. my mother in law Teresa and. And, wow. and Christy, because this picture makes me think that she looks like Katy Perry. I was so young there. I mean, you kind of do look can like you Katy see, Perry. Yeah, can't you see it? You see the resemblance? I kind of see it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was a lot of pounds ago and a lot of years ago. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> good, I'm just saying. That's a good photo. It's oh, a, little, okay. a, a little newer photo there. That's more my natural hair color. Yeah. What about hers? Oh. No, it's more her natural hair color too. So there you so go. Sweet. From uh, what's that kindergarten graduation? It was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh. So we got some other good. Uh oh. Oh, Elizabeth. Here we go. This is so fun. Let's see what's fun. Uh, there's Mama hey, Tracy. Mama. We all have moms whose first names start with T. Yes, we do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's good. Um, very good. Are there any others that we need to? Oh, there's there's oh, Princess Tiana. Yes, and, and her and, mama. Yeah, her, Princess Tiana and her mom. And then ah, there's Sam and Adele oh. Hormley. And the uh, other Adele. Sam looks right. Sam looks so studious there. I wonder why. Because he's wearing his cap and gown. There's <laughs> that. Very good. Um, That's sweet. By the way, I heard that um, a new study that says popular kids are more likely to be older and born around the start of the school year. Would you have ever thought that the timing Hmm. of a child's birth could be influenced by whether they're a popular girl or a mean girl or a what separates popular kids from all their friends at school turns out to be the answer may be simply their birthday. A new study finds popular children are more likely to be born at the beginning of the academic year, making them older than their peers. Researchers in the Netherlands say older kids are substantially more likely to receive admiration or respect at school. This can pave the way for stronger feelings of self-worth and even create future health benefits. Will you buy it? Would have never guessed that. Uh, don't, don't know, know if I'll buy it. that. Yeah. 
maybe maybe, maybe you're buying maybe you're, probably not maybe you're not I buying don't, no I don't really think so all right here's um you can play along in the comments section if you like just to prove how smart you are but here's a mother's day quiz for you question number one what country is affectionately called mother by its citizens what country is affectionately called mother by its citizens uh, we'll have a little need a little background music here just to give you a moment to think that over. Did you all know immediately? You no. did not know immediately? I mean, I have a guess. Really? But no multiple no. choice? No, not multiple. Oh, this is a quiz. Man. This is not this is not you pick trivia. All right. This is I mean, I wrote one down, but I didn't did? write anything down. Although that is a little confusing because that's the that's the you pick trivia music. Here, let's do this. Yes, this feels much better. <laughs> you all wrote one down. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Negative. All right. What did you write down then? Well, I'm almost embarrassed, but I mean, England? England. No. Britain? No. Okay. Well, no I'm out. Idea. You all have never heard someone say, Mother Russia. Oh. I went home to Mother Russia. Yeah. I didn't all think right, about that. Fine. Yes. Mother all Russia. All right. Well. Right. Beat it on that one. You all, I, I fear you may flunk out of this. Uh, hey, now it's early. It's, that's true, but come on, we can do this. Didn't get out of the gate very well. What do you call the main circuit board in a computer? What do you call the main circuit board in a computer? I don't like. I don't like that. I'd rather do this. We got this one. You do? Yep. You're already locked so. in. <laughs> and give the audience, give everybody gathered around the campfire, give them an extra second. <laughs> All right. Elizabeth, what did you write down? Motherboard. Motherboard. Beej, what did you write down? The same. Okay. You are correct. See? We got this. This is the motherboard. Coming up from behind. You're one out of two. <laughs> According to the old proverb, what is the mother of invention? According to the old proverb, what is the mother of invention? Well, I, I told like you it was going to be a Mother's so. Day quiz. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm going with the same uh, thing. Okay. I was going to use a different word, but I think you're right on that. Hmm. According well, uh, to the old proverb, what is the mother of invention? Okay, actually, I'm going to change it. I'm going to do the my okay. gut reaction. All right, Beach, what did you write down? I said creativity. You said creativity. All right, Elizabeth? Ingenuity. You are both? Probably wrong. Necessity. Oh, okay. Necessity well, is the mother maybe not of so invention. Today. Okay, you all are one for three. <laughs> Thank uh, you for the reminder. <laughs> I just I have to keep a running score or I'll forget where you are. What was the collection of children's stories published in 1697 by French poet Charles Perrault called? Maybe it's Perrault. What was the collection of children's stories published in 1697 by French poet Charles Perrault called? Nancy Reed, you are watching and you better get this one. So I'm expecting to see your answer pop up now. Mm -hmm. No pressure. What was the collection of children's stories published in 1697 by French poet Charles Perrault called? Did you either of you write anything down yet? Immediately. Okay. All right. No. Good. I don't you even did know it you were so, finished with the question. You right? did it so quickly that I was mm -hmm. like, okay, good. All right. Uh, whose turn is it to go first? I don't Do know. Do you know? I don't know. 
Okay, Elizabeth, go first. Mother Goose. Mother Goose. Okay, uh, Beach, what do you say? I said the same, Mother okay. Goose. Tales of Mother Goose. That's correct. Tales of Mother Goose. You all are. You all have fifty uh, percent of the questions. <laughs> Way to go, Jean At this point, I knew you'd get that one. <laughs> the British version of Mother's Day is celebrated in March. What is it called? The British version of Mother's Day is celebrated in March. What is it called? Since you all, uh, one of you seems to be so knowledgeable about England, since that was an answer earlier that's on a in the quiz. Response, right? I don't think that's the answer, but I don't have anything. Well, I better. can't wait to hear so. the responses now. Yeah, I don't have anything better than what Beach has. So, okay. We're right. on every other kick right now. So number six is, is the next winner. Okay, Miss Buckles, what did you say? The British version of Mother's Day is celebrated in March. What's it called? I said Mum's Day. Mum's Day. <laughs> I, right? Logical? It is logical. You it's were, also, you were, I had You were following else. a logical <laughs> argument there. Absolutely. Elizabeth, what did you say? And nothing. I have no idea. You said nada. Yeah, nada. Nada day? Nada day. It is Mothering Sunday. If oh, you okay. said Mothering right. Sunday, you were correct. Mom's if better. you did not say Mothering Sunday, you get one of these. You <laughs> said Mum's Day. Really wrong. <laughs> seemed, it seemed to make sense Seems to logical. me. Seems yeah. logical. It would have been hard to argue. <laughs> Your it's answer. better than that. Where does Mother of Pearl come from? Where does Mother of Pearl come from? <laughs> Correct answer is not Indiana. <laughs> Where's Pearl's mom? Where's Pearl's mom from? No. Not Indiana. No. Where does Mother of Pearl <laughs> come from? Okay. We're both going with the same thing over here. You are? Yep. Huh, all right. Where does Mother of Pearl come from? All right, Elizabeth, what did you write down? Oysters. Oysters. Beige? The same. Oysters. Oysters is incorrect. It's the abalone shellfish. Abalone. A-B-A-L-O-N-E. I don't think that's an oyster. No. Doesn't I don't know like what it. it is, but I don't think it's an no. oyster. Um, what's your score now? You're falling below well, 500, are you not? It's not looking so great. Okay. Uh, what is the maternal name for a loose, unbelted dress? What is the maternal name for a loose, unbelted dress? See? Should have learned to sew. Nothing on this one. What is the maternal name for a loose, unbelted dress? Hmm. I just don't know where you came up with this. No. Nope. Nothing. I don't, I don't know if either one of us have anything on this. So neither of you have written anything down? No. I wrote something down. But okay. Well, what did you write down? I wrote down gown. Gown. It's called a Mother Hubbard. A Mother Hubbard is a loose, unbelted dress. I've never heard of a Mother Hubbard Mother I've Hubbard heard dress. That, but I, didn't know what it was. I know Mother Hubbard, but I didn't know. Moo Moo's in the cupboard. Moo Moo's are loose and unbelted, without a doubt.
we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Our tribute to moms continues here on In the Gnome. When I was hungry, she cooked me something yummy. And when I was sick, she would take care of me. Fix me your chicken soup. Let me stay on for school. But if I did, I couldn't leave the room because that was the rule. I could run in the race and come dead last. She said, that's my baby. Stand up and clap. She taught me respect. And I'm thankful for that. And if I ever fell in love, make sure that girl loved me back. A couple times when I was bad, she hauled off and whooped my ass. Did you know? But I'm still the biggest fan. The word nice. Cause she made me Originally meant foolish or stupid. Now I know why everybody's telling me I'm so nice. <laughs> You're so nice. Oh, I see. I love my mama. I love my mama. Absolutely. Uh, so a uh, a great mystery of paternity has been solved finally. If you're a friend, if you're a fan of The Office, you may recall famously that uh, the season four episode of Goodbye Toby, Jan reveals that she's preggers. And then Michael, of course, assumes that he's the dad. But she says, no, I went the unconventional route and went to the bank. But they never revealed who was in the other half of the equation. (laughs) It's now been revealed in an office podcast that it was written into the script but got cut out that Andy Roddick, the tennis player, was... (laughs) Identified in the office script as being the paternal aspect of Jan's. Interesting. Were you an office watcher? Occasionally, not not consistently. So, as a fan of the show, do you wish you did not know that, or do you like the revelation? Um, I mean, I was good not knowing. Yeah. I was never a big fan of her. So, oh, yeah, she's not a... No, and no. that photo that was thrown up was extremely flattering for her, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just... She was just kind of, I don't know, a little bit hateful. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of her. Bill and Melinda Gates' source spills about what happened in the weeks leading up to their announcement. It's not as friendly as, well, according to sources, it's not as friendly as one might Uh, have been led to believe. Originally, they were scheduled to announce the splitting of the canned goods in March, but the attorneys could not get the parties lined out. They were going to make a joint statement in March. She rented, and I believe has been renting, an island in the Caribbean. Wow. It's a private island in Grenada for $132,000 a night that their adult children have gone and they're sort of hiding out so that when this information surfaced, people weren't camped outside their houses and all, so they wanted some privacy. What and, a way to divorce. And so, right? but it sounds like if you believe what some, if you believe some of the leaks that are coming out, that Bill's being painted as the bad guy, but of course, you know, anybody going to paint her as the bad person? I, no. Not going to happen. So I don't know if that's true or not. Hmm. But in the media, a lack of information, you've seen most people, Fox News, CBS, ABC, everybody saying, well, okay, they just agreed to split, but maybe it's not so 
copacetic as you might think, but we're just not getting a lot of information. Stranger Things has dropped a chilling season four teaser trailer. Beads, you're a Stranger Things watcher. I am. So you're looking forward to the new season? Um, yeah. Now, what about you, Elizabeth? Do you watch Stranger Things? I do not. I see plenty of Stranger Things, but I don't see them on television. <laughs> it is a little bit odd. It's not something that I think you would enjoy. So. No? The title itself sounds creepy to me, and I'm not going to tune into that. No, thanks. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I've never been, uh, I've just never been, never been interested. And learning this morning that Sasha Baron Cohen is set to receive Comedic Genius Award at the MTV Movie and TV Awards. Sasha Baron Cohen, um, you know, he, I know him from Borat. I didn't see his movie last year um, during the, the Rudolph, Rudolph Giuliani and all that stuff. But I will tell you, you know, the, it's a very nice that <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen does. That's funny enough, but I've never really been uh, appreciative of his talent. But I will tell you that he plays Abby Hoffman in The Trial of the Chicago 7, the Aaron Sorkin movie. And he is, does a phenomenal job. It's If you just watch the movie for him alone, what a tremendous job he does. So getting some accolades for uh, Sacha Baron Cohen. So good for him. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Point to ponder, chart toppers, pearl of wisdom, and more coming up here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. If at first you don't succeed, shouldn't you just try doing it the way mom told you to do it in the first place? Yes. <laughs> Might as well. I agree. Yeah. Um, is there one piece of advice you've received from your mother that stands out above any others? Wow. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I had, uh, I have a very difficult time parsing through all of the options. Kind of what I'm thinking. I mean, there's so many wow. that I could choose from that I finally distilled down to don't be an Igmo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what it was. It's kind of don't, don't be an Igmo. <laughs> Isn't that good advice? It is. It really is. It is. <laughs> I mean, so. Yeah, I don't can know. you all top that? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I can. Yeah, no. I thought maybe. It's just good advice for anyone, yeah. no matter whose mom it comes from. It's yeah. it's just good. So feel free to More use it. More people need to hear that. If you <laughs> don't, don't be an igmo. Uh, on television tonight, the season three finale of Magnum P.I. on CBS, the season four premiere of Dynasty on the CW, and on HGTV, a new series called Happily Wherever. Okay. Tomorrow on ABC and CBS, it's the Vax Live concert, the concert to reunite the world. I'm sure they'll do it single-handedly. All it'll take is a couple hours, a two-hour concert, and <laughs> done. Problem solved. <laughs> United. Uh, tomorrow night, though, Elon Musk hosts Saturday Night Live. Hmm. I don't know what to expect. Um. I'm not sure what to expect from Miley Cyrus as the musical guest either. We never are. On we, Sunday, we, but that's the fun she keeps you guessing without yeah. a doubt. I don't know if there'll be some wrecking ball involved or <laughs> I, I just I just don't I don't know. On Sunday evening, gonna have quite the dilemma. I'm mad at American Idol still. 
because of that stunt they pulled. Um, and I don't like Coldplay at all. They're okay. I mean, clearly they have fans, perhaps no, including I didn't yourself. Say I was a fan. I, I'm just. So you know, they're okay. The cold, I'm not going to switch it if I hear them. Coldplay week. I mean, I won't switch it, but there's just nothing about me that goes, give me some Coldplay. <laughs> That's, so, I don't know. I don't. What What do you think? Alea, is Alea as mad as an American Idol as we are? Because, I mean, she was kind of vested, too. I don't know that she's as mad as we are. but yeah. um, She did like Grace singing Into the Unknown. She did. I mean, mm-hmm. so we were all we were all about Alyssa Ray, but she, she liked she Grace. She enjoyed Grace. Um, mm-hmm. But now, when Grace has to sing a Coldplay song, I think uh, <laughs> Lulu may say two thumbs down <laughs> yeah. because she's she's, like, she's gotten big on the thumbs ups and the thumbs downs. Yes. That's the, her go-to. On, on the show. That's <laughs> yes. right. That's how she casts her vote. <laughs> and then on NBC, the American Ninja Warrior as well, if you don't feel like watching watching Idol. I do like that show. You do? I American do. Ninja Warrior? Yeah. There's someone from Elizabethtown that was on that show at one point. Really? Christopher Watts. Mm-hmm. He was on that show? I thought I, the, so. I thought there was somebody from Elizabethtown on the show that The Rock was doing. Maybe it uh, last is. Summer. Maybe I'm, I can't I'm remember. confused, but he's on one of those shows, or was on. Uh, is Diamond Dave the host of that show? I haven't watched it in a while. I'll just catch it occasionally. Diamond Dave the Redneck Ninja? Mm. I don't know. I'd if you to told see, me I'd he to was the host of the show, I much I might be much more likely to flip over there and watch yeah, it. I would have to see it. <laughs> don't be ninja nobody that don't need ninja. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, it's really funny. Look it up. Oh, yeah. Diamond Dave the Redneck Ninja. One of the best YouTube videos ever. The Ninja Star guy? Yeah. Okay. I know who you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 (laughs) You got your judo chop. (laughs) And your kung fu kicking. (laughs) I know who you're talking about now. (laughs) Now, baby, baby, hold that board there. We don't want to hit you in the face. Way too funny. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1945, Germany's... It's just good advice. (laughs) Don't don't be an Igmo. (laughs) Don't be ninja, nobody that don't Don't need ninja. ninja. (laughs) You all didn't know you were going to eat all these wise words today on... (laughs) Friday. Germany signed an unconditional surrender at Allied headquarters in Rams in uh, ending its role in World War II. In 1833, Brahms was born in Hamburg, Germany. Tchaikovsky was born this date in 1840. In 1963, the United States launched the Telstar 2 communications satellite. Birthdays today. Not a lot of birthdays to report. Thelma Houston is 78 today. Eagle Eye Cherry is 50 today. I didn't realize that was a person. I thought that was a group. And A.D. Bryant from Saturday Night Live is 34. There are, however, several gone but not forgottens to pass along. Gary Cooper was born this date in 1901. Ava Perone in 1919. Darren McGavin in 1922. Ralphie's old man was born this date in 1922. Babe Perilli from the University of Kentucky, an All-American there, was born in 1930. Johnny Unitas, 1933. You remember famously, Misty is confused between Johnny Mathis and Johnny Unitas. And Tim <laughs> Russert, born this date in 1950. So, let's get to some chart toppers for today. Can you... Do you 
you said you're going to celebrate Mother's Day with a multi-generational celebration. Mm-hmm. Are you able to share the menu, or you got to keep that under wraps? It's whatever one of them decides to tell me. Oh, to I see. Cook. All right. So, I, it's so a, I really uh, don't okay. know. You're taking orders is what <laughs> yeah, you're saying. I, okay, I don't know what it's going to be. 1962, the Shirelles and Soldier Boy. This song really makes you want to attack the day, doesn't it? it? Yeah. I'm like, ooh. Get something. See if we can get something. There. Can we get a little more pep in our step? Fall in love, folks. Let's go to the 1970s at least. 1971, the Jackson Five. Never can say goodbye. How do you feel about the Jackson 5, Elizabeth? We need to get you on the record. I appreciate them. Good. 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 1980, Christopher Cross, number one, with Ride Like the Wind. Not to be confused with Criss Cross. Which I would prefer at this moment. (laughs) I'm just saying. Jump. These were all. That would be fun to take Ride Like the Wind and jump, jump, and make a mashup. Criss Cross and Christopher Cross. Jump, jump, ride like the wind. That could be a hit song. Is this one going to be more upbeat? Oh, dear. 1989. Apparently, there's my menu. Oh, I love it. I'm going to need leftovers on Monday. Just fine. Meatloaf, mashed she potatoes. She didn't put real butter, but that's a given. With green paint. beans, yeast rolls, and I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> no, no Fabio butter, real butter. This must be real butter and semi-burnt like rolls for for her. Semi-burnt. She's a she's a big needs to be brown. All right, 1998. You're still the one, Shania Twain, number one. The chart toppers today kind of drag. Yeah, I feel like I need a lighter. And, you know, <laughs> weighing back and forth over here. Although, Shania was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Hmm. Well, it's good to know. After the show, after the Grammys, I like to go cool out with the family, sipping and reminiscing on days when I, I had a mustache. All about this song. How about Fergie and Luda? Glamorous. Living my life. All right. I want to say happy Mother's Day to uh, all the moms around the campfire this morning, no matter where you may be celebrating and what you may be doing. If you uh, if you don't want to do anything, then I hope you don't have to do anything. And if you want to do stuff, then I hope you get to do stuff. You do Mother's <laughs> Day how you like to do Mother's Day, and everything will be A-okay. So, all right. Um Happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. A mother is she who can take the place of all others, but whose place no one else can take. A mother is she who can take the place of all others, 
but whose place no one else can take. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here to on Monday for another edition of our show. For Elizabeth Mudadir, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.